Hello there, I'm Taylor. And I'm Felice. And welcome back to Drunk Poet Society. Hey guys. And so we're trying out something new for the first time. We're gonna, I mean, we're still fairly new, but, <laughs> um, but still trying out something new called a mini-sode. You guys may have heard of that if you're podcast listeners. I'm sure they've never heard of a mini-sode. A little, little mini-sode in, between, uh, in yeah. between our books. And so we still want it to obviously be somehow correlated with like a cocktail and then something themed and of course it's october which has the best holiday i think personally i columbus I, day you're talking about columbus, columbus day. day so we're gonna be reading the we're gonna be reading what are we reading i don't know something terrible columbus was not good uh, um, i'm so sorry <laughs> No. Indigenous People Day. That's, yes. that's what it is now. I'd yeah. be down for that. Yeah. But we're actually talking about, at the end of the month, Halloween is coming oh, up. So we're doing a little spooky sode. We are. We're doing a little spooky sode. And we used Death & Company's cocktail book, which is a cocktail bar based out of New York, uh, in order for our inspiration for our cocktail this evening. We're branching out. Oh, yes. We're we're trying trying some new things. I was hesitant, but this cocktail also seemed. I mean, very you were intriguing. hesitant, but you were you were pretty gung ho to try something I mean, new. It so it seems so weird, guys. There's an egg yolk in it. All right, so this is called Sleepy Hollow Fizz. So as you imagine, there's probably a little bit of uh, some bubbles, mm-hmm. some bubbles in it. Um, we used uh, an ounce and a half of light rum, half an ounce of dark rum, half an ounce of lemon juice. Half an ounce of, well, it's calls for maple syrup. We had agave, so we used agave. We'll see how it goes. Um, one egg yolk, two tablespoons of pumpkin puree, 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 puree sure. tomato, tomato, uh, and shaken vigorously first dry, which sounds odd because those are all wet ingredients, but yeah. that's fine. Shake and dry, um, and then shaken again over ice, just like long enough to chill the shaker if you have a, a you know, stainless mm-hmm. cocktail shaker and then topped with soda so you'll be able to see a nice picture it's a lovely kind of uh yellowy color we should have added turmeric or something to yeah, it yeah and make it a little more orangey yeah. or yellowy yeah but we haven't tried it yet so bottoms up yeah all right oh. we'll see okay <laughs> i don't hate it but i'm, I'm kind of confused it's by a, it it's a little lighter than i think i expected for having puree and an egg yolk in there I think we added a lot of soda. Yeah, mostly for aesthetics, but... I mean, needed to fill up the glass. Uh, so that would be my recommendation. It does not tell you how much club soda. Just a top Why one. don't you, like, try it as you go? Because it seems like... I'm getting a lot of club soda. Yeah. Um, but we also topped it, so that might mean that our bottom, we've got all of... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we might be drinking a lot of club soda right now, so we're going to see how the... We'll, yeah. we'll keep you posted as we go, but... Um, try this drink out. Uh, it's frothy. Yeah, it's frothy. Like that it's egg different. and the pumpkin... So, um, recipe will be on Instagram. I would try it out with spice rum. Yeah. I feel like that, that might be the only thing that I would differ from this. Maybe I would add or some, some spice so rum. I'm, I, I don't know what they were going for with this cocktail, yeah. but I think if you added a bit of cinnamon, mm. um, then you're making like a pumpkin pie cocktail. Um, but yeah, we'll keep you posted on how mm-hmm. we, as we get to the bottom throughout this, uh, this, uh, spooky cast. But there is a, uh, second part, not only the cocktail are we doing, um, Ooh, actually, I left the book over there. Up, up, up. Um, Felice, would you like to intro this section of our spooky sode? Sure, yes. No, um, I 
well, I and also Taylor, we are big fans of Neil Gaiman and are actually going to be doing a book of his in the future. So if you want to already, you know, check out your libraries, we're going to be hitting up Good Omens at the end of December. But this is a book of short stories and illusions, mm. as they're called, called Smoke and Mirrors by Neil Gaiman, which just seemed really intriguing. Um, I know that I've mentioned that I really liked The October Country before, which is short stories by Ray Bradbury. Yeah. Conveniently, who was the author of our last book. <laughs> Fahrenheit 451. Yeah. Go listen to that episode. Check it out. Um, but I was intrigued. Most of these stories are only a few pages and are uber, uber creepy. Yes. And I've started reading Smoke and Mirrors, but I have not read it all the way through. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm in. I love Neil Gaiman. I love his writing. So I'm very excited. I mean, it was either that we were looking at scary books and I was looking at my bookshelf at school and I recognized all of those scary stories to tell in the dark books. Those are the like, best. Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, speaking of which, you were just talking about scholastic book fairs and that's my favorite time of year when I was in <laughs> elementary school. I mean, at school on October 22nd, we do have a book fair coming to town. But um, I have Jealous. all three editions of Scary Stories to Tell in the Dark and my favorite memory of that is being on waiting lists at my elementary school library. Yes. Like, because those books were so popular, my poor librarian was probably like, these kids are so weird. (laughs) Like, those are the current, like, last podcast on the left and my favorite murder fans are all of the people that read those stories. Well, I was just telling you, my my favorite uh, things to get at, like, Scholastic Book Fairs were a series of unfortunate events. Mm -hmm. And then, I can't remember, so you can leave it in the comments if you remember, but there was a series of books and they were illustrated and I'm pretty sure they were all about how different cultures treat their dead. And the one I remember specifically was... Egypt and how mm-hmm. they like pull their brains out of the noses and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I was a creepy kid. To be fair, the only episode I remember growing up, and I was not allowed to watch this, so let me just preface by saying that. I'm sorry, Mom. Um, but I was up probably too late and couldn't sleep. I had a little uh, sleeping issues when I was a kid. And I remember, uh, what is it? The Crypt Keeper? What is that? Do you remember what the name of that show was? The Crypt Keeper. Was yeah. this? Yeah. They reference the Crypt Keeper and how old he looks uh, in certain movies, uh, like sure. that uh, the Jamie Lee Curtis Lindsay Lohan movie. Um, oh, the Freaky Friday. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh. When Jamie Lee Curtis first looks in the mirror when she's technically Lindsay oh, yeah, Lohan yeah. in her body, she says, "I look like the Crypt Keeper." So creepy old things that were kind of. I don't think they were softcore, but like I had weird memories, but I watched an episode where this guy was taken into like a mummy's tomb and they started the process of preparing him like he was dead, except he wasn't dead. So it's like you see the tool like go up inside of his nose to like scramble his brains and scoop him out. And I don't think it holds up. Because mm. I remember thinking, like, this is the creepiest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I bet if I Googled it now and I looked on YouTube or something, I'd be like, what? You Why know what? Was this on yeah. TV? You know what one that kind of holds up for me? Because I recently watched it with a friend of mine was Don't Look Under the Bed, the Disney the Channel. Disney Channel movie. <laughs> <laughs> and with, like, the boogeyman mm. and um, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but your imaginary friends turn into boogeymen uh, when you stop believing in them. Uh, what but, a good concept. But I think I may have also been a little drunk when we were watching it, so it was still <laughs> just as creepy. <laughs> I feel like I'd like to do that with Halloween Town. And oh, like Halloween Town yes. 2. And Halloween Town 3. There's a third one, right? I think there's, there's four. Oh, <laughs> or five. Oh, but, but I think they changed Marnie. I think they changed Marnie when it got to oh. four, and then everyone just stopped watching it. All right, all right. You know, 
Why? <laughs> Why wouldn't she do a fourth movie? I don't know. Sad days. I don't know. But we can have Look a... at your life. Look at your choices, girl. <laughs> do the fourth Halloween <laughs> the Halloween Town movie. No, but we should do that because... But there definitely should be cocktails involved in that because I remember the prosthetics and the costumes being particularly painful. Fantastic. You mean yep, fantastic. I mean, yep, that's exactly what I mean. I definitely mean fantastic. Um, so that's already a lot on our uh, October list of things yeah. we need to do. Uh, definitely check out this Death and Company cocktail cookbook. Not only well, shake book, shake book is not really a cookbook. Um, a collection of cocktails. There are some really interesting recipes in there. You're just going to spend a lot of time at the liquor store. Yeah, we we had a really hard time choosing which one we were gonna. Yeah. Do with that. And it a lot of infusions. Uh, do we want to read anything from Smoking Mirrors? <laughs> this is called. I hope this one's good. I don't remember it. It's called called Nicholas Was. All right. Interesting. There are not enough capitalizations in this fashion, so I'm already confused. Older than sin and his beard could grow no whiter. He wanted to die. The dwarfish natives of the Arctic caverns did not speak his language, but conversed in their own twittering tongue, conducted incomprehensible rituals when they were not actually working in the factories. Every once a year, they forced him, sobbing and protesting into endless night. During the journey, he would stand near every child in the world, leave one of the dwarves invisible gifts by its bedside. The children slept frozen in time. He envied Prometheus and Loki and Cepheus and Judas. He, his punishment was harsher. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Santa's a bad guy. <laughs> and that's his punishment is to leave you stuff. Oh, man. All right. All right. That was good. Okay. I will be reading an excerpt from <laughs> Neil Gaiman's Smoke and Mirrors called Baby Cakes. Already sounds so spooky. Sounds like a vegan uh, cupcake shop in Los Angeles. Maybe we should start one called Baby Cakes. All right. A few years back, all the animals went away. We woke up one morning and they just weren't there anymore. They didn't even leave us a note or say goodbye. We never figured out quite where they'd gone. We missed them. Some of us thought that the world had ended, but it hadn't. There just weren't any more animals. No cats or rabbits, no dogs or whales, no fish in the seas, no birds in the skies. We were all alone. We didn't know what to do. We wandered around lost for a time, and then someone pointed out that just because we didn't have animals anymore, that was no reason to change our lives, no reason to change our diets or to cease testing products that might cause us harm. After all, there were still babies. Babies can't talk. <laughs> babies can't talk they can hardly move a baby is not a rational thinking creature oh man this has got dark real fast we made <laughs> please <laughs> we made babies and we used them some of them we ate baby flesh is tender and succulent this is so sad <laughs> Neil, what are you doing? We flayed their skin and decorated ourselves in it. Baby leather is soft and comfortable. Some of them we tested. We taped we taped open their eyes, dripped detergents and shampoos in a drop at a time. We I don't know. <laughs> we we scarred them and scalded them. We burnt them. You chose this. 
We clamped them and planted electrodes into their brains. We grafted and we froze and we irradiated. The babies breathed our smoke and the baby's veins flowed with our medicines and drugs until they stopped breathing or until their blood ceased to flow. It was hard, of course, but it was necessary. No one could deny that. With the animals gone, what else could we do? Some people complained, of course, but then they always do, and everything went back to normal. Only, yesterday, all the babies were gone. We don't know where they went. We didn't even see them go. We don't know what we're going to do without them, but we'll think of something. Humans are smart. It's what makes us superior to the animals and the babies. We'll figure something out. I am so sorry. I mean, like, I, I get the... The, the t- social commentary. Yeah. There. It's but very thinly veiled social commentary. It, it, it isn't it isn't oh, very obvious man. at all. I don't think we're going to read anything else. Oh, that was... But okay. guys, pick up this book. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> if that doesn't like... <laughs> Holy cow. Um, yeah. Um, my friends growing up used to really, really like telling dead baby jokes. And... They were always terrible. Obviously, they're dead baby yeah. jokes, but that's that's a, mm, that's different. That's that's that's, that's different. All right, do we want to do one more quick story? Yeah. This one and I, this one ties together because it's I found a shelf of old. Is very, it about Santa Claus and dead babies? No, <laughs> no. Okay, you're right. It doesn't tie everything together. <laughs> I meant it ties our theme of the podcast: cocktails oh. and books. Okay, <laughs> Let me clarify. <laughs> I found it's it's on reddit and i just looked up uh no under no sleep if you're ever in r slash no sleep but it's called is this supposed to keep you from sleeping yeah oh okay so it's just people (laughs) rambling at night um uh, it's called i found a shelf of old and very unsettling banned books so i haven't read it let's see how it goes we'll see if it's still the podcast (laughs) let's see if we gotta bar our doors before we go to sleep The library I work is having a new wing constructed, and in the process of clearing out one of the rooms on Friday, we discovered a door to an old room behind some unused shelving that appeared to have been locked for decades. My manager gave me a pat on the back as we peered into the dusty, dark room, and he tasked me with cataloging and assessing the condition of the old books within while he's sipping pina coladas in Punta Cana. (laughs) I faked a smile, uh, not looking forward to getting started with this week's tedious task. I began pulling some of the old books out, getting started. Many were missing covers and were warped from decades of neglect. And as I flipped through a few of them, I realized they were banned books. I sorted through some classics, Animal Farm, Brave New World, Catcher in the Rye. Most were long since available in any library in the States these days. I knew we, I knew we'd even have, uh, We even had some of these particular books in stock, so I assumed these copies would be tossed as I jotted any available ISBN print date and title on the clipboard I carried. I breathed in the thick, stale air as I continued farther along the sagging shelves to take inventory of the dozens of banned books. The shelves further contained what appeared to be first editions of the Communist Manifesto, uh, Forever Amber, and even Mein Kampf. I continued to jot down numbers and titles until I reached another shelf in the back that contained old books covered with thick layers of dust. I was soon intrigued by the leather-bound books and what looked like handwritten pages of flowy script within. The yellowed pages were foxed from years of oxidation, and I began to realize many were not even printed, but original manuscripts. Would you like to read some? (laughs) Sure. It's not spooky yet, but we'll see. I read through the titles like Malleus Maleficarium and Picatrix, and I kept going farther down the shelf, including books filled with illustrations of digging up decaying bodies, list of ingredients, and what appeared to be incantations and rituals with 
uh, some containing pressed herbs, locks of hair, and flattened insects within the pages. I realized they were ancient compendiums varying in subjects from necromancy to demonology. I... Oh, demonology. Come on, Felice. <laughs> I walked deeper into what looked like older books and flipped carefully through the brittle pages and my stomach turned as I looked at some of the disturbing illustrations within. One leather-bound book was imprinted with the words vile, blunt, archaeum <laughs> carne. That's why I gave you this section. Thank you so much. <laughs> and it contained a series of woodblock prints depicting horrible acts of torture and mm-hmm. mutilation that made me wince in disgust. In one, a naked man sat in a chair, smiling as another man in medieval guard sawed his head wide open. Ooh. I picked I up another ancient tome labeled, uh, why again, all of this Latin, Viola Blunt Arcanaeum Animae. Oh no, that's about animals. Mm. An equally aged book, and I looked through the yellow Our crippled babies. pages, <laughs> staring in shock at an illustration, oh no, of a baby uh, uh, in a small baby <laughs> steel cage. Oh my God. Uh, the size and shape of the infant. A mother in tears pleaded to a figure in a shadow who held the infant's cage like a briefcase and a blade to an opening in the metal bars threateningly. I cringed in horror as the next few pages showed the infant growing within the trapped confines of the tiny cage, its flesh pushing outward as it deformed and crushed as it grew. The final image of the sequence showed a woman looking defeated and unfeeling as she, as she slivered flesh from her own body and cooked it over a wood stove for a man. Alongside the images were numbered of list of sentences. They were instructions as well. This is why Reddit is bad. Uh. The further back I went into the shelves, the older the books were, hand inked and bound in leather. I began to doubt was cowhide. I walked further out of the dim, hazy yellow light of the cha- of that chamber, then noticed a tall yet thin, shadowy book lodged between the shelf and the wall fallen into the tight space and forgotten it was almost entirely out of view coal black leather binding the slim book that appeared to be even older than the others i reached in the gap and pushed the shelves with a straining heave and removed the thin book amazed by its heft it was cold to the touch as as if it had been in a freezer and i was instantly captivated by it it was smooth black and unlabeled and i flipped over that 14 by 20 cover wow she's very specific (laughs) and soon i stared at a page blacker than anything i've ever seen i was driven by some absolute fascination as i placed my fingers on the page and my whole body shivered as i felt nothing my fingertips descending down past where they should have felt the books pages or even the back cover my right hand felt cold and i only realized my eyes were watering from the impossibility of what was happening i saw my entire hand vanish into the pure black of the of that book inches beyond where it should have touched my left hand that held the book from beneath i yanked my hand out abruptly when i felt a hot wet breath on my wrist oh, no. i dropped the book and ran out of the room nearly falling as i scampered outside i walked quickly to the other side of the main hall to my desk and began scouring the internet for any clues as to what that book um, might be with no success i posted on some message boards as well as as well as rare and banned booked forms, but can't seem to find any leads yet. I was ready to head back in there, but then a few moments ago, I heard a loud, heavy bang of a toppling shelf coming from that room of arcane books. I swear, just moments ago, I heard wet, slapping steps from within the empty library. I don't think that book simply fell between that bookshelf and the wall. I think it was wedged in there for a reason. Okay. So my only opinion about this is uh, there's a reason Neil Gaiman makes the big bucks. <laughs> mm. um, I mean, it wasn't. It was kind of creepy pasta. 
Yeah, for sure. And of course, I wait, had that was ba- posted six hours ago. Yeah. All right. This was posted six hours ago, and there's already ten comments. So you know, people are oh. into this. <laughs> All right, read the comments. <laughs> the comments are great. Um, yeah, you should check that out. Just uh, search r slash no sleep um but yeah no i yeah reddit's kind of like a 50 50 you know that's true that's very true all right towards the end of the cocktail it's oh yeah is it getting more rummy mine isn't mine still no see if here sip and look at the bottom there's definitely pumpkin puree on the bottom of my glass well we hope you enjoyed this mini sode (laughs) of um yeah drunk on rum uh please Feel free to tweet at us or comment on our posts oh, about this yeah, episode. Oh, yeah, there's down there. Oh, yeah, there you go. Um, there it is. Share with us what you're going to be for Halloween. Yeah. Share with us what are some of your favorite Halloween movies or spooky books or stories. If you have spooky stories, send them our way. We have a mini-sode coming up with only spooky stories. We yes. We're going to stick to creepypasta, but if you can send us your best yes. stories. Oh, we're, we're, we're each going to choose one story yeah. to read. Mm-hmm. So if you have a really good spooky story, please send it our oh, way. Well, but we first all- let us announce next week um, we have a book coming out or a, our not our yeah, book. Coming out. <laughs> I am one you. rum drink in now. <laughs> um, we have our next episode coming up, which is Lamb. Christopher Moore funniest so if you haven't read it already get on it it's great it's so good and unlike some of the other things that we're doing there are no movies or tv shows so you should really be able to pick it up at the library so easily yeah it's super funny um and i'm yeah we had a lot of fun with that one um so do that and then following uh week we will have another spooky show to celebrate halloween um and i think that's that's what's coming up and we'll be posting another book list soon because we're kind of getting to the end of the last book list that we posted it's getting really excited we've got some holiday themed books coming For out sure. we got some guest stars it's getting very exciting so um thank you but yeah leave us all your spooky comments yeah and remember it is not drinking alone if you have a book bye bye